Hello and welcome to the 25th episode of the Kingdom Hearts World Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and I'm here with podcast co-hosts, Aiden. hey And Grace. Hi! And wow, episode 25, the quarter of a century... <laughs> We're the almost to 100, but not... My <laughs> age in August. We'd be like done a first season in anime terms, although this is like season two of KHW anyway. So. I think I think that our I think that our um, anime would be pretty epic. Our anime Just would saying. be really great. It'd be like I I always picture it as like a cross between One Piece and JoJo, and that's just a group of really random people just going on weird adventures all the time, and then like <laughs> screaming randomly and having really like atomically incorrect poses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I saw an episode of JoJo and I was. Very confused and, and very entertained all at the same time. It was a lot of fun. JoJo is becoming one of my favorite things ever, but I'll get to that That's in the playlist. a lot of people's favorite thing. <laughs> I'll get to that in the playlist, because if you thought I was going extreme with One Piece, just wait till you hear about JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs> so that's why you haven't slept. <laughs> that, well, a little bit, actually. Uh, anyway. I knew it! On to our outline. Uh, Our outline for today starts with our intro, of which you just heard, followed by our news, which there's one pretty big piece of, then our discussion, which is about Sora, since we're officially out of Organization 13 members, then our playlist, and our outro. And for people wondering, we will not be covering Xemnas again this episode. We said that we would be doing Xemnas again, but we're not going to do that until we cover Xehanort, in which case we're going to cover them both, since they're... They're the, pretty well connected. They're just well, a pretty well related. connected. Yeah. I think it's I think it's worth something to go through like Xemnas, Xehanort, and like Ansem of Darkness. Ansem. Yeah. Not like Ansem the Wise, bad Ansem from the first game. I think I feel like we should look at all three of them at some and, point. And speaking of bad Ansem, before we start, uh, mm-hmm. I would like to point out again that we are interviewing Richard Epcar. Yay! <laughs> and that if you want to get your question to Mr. Epcar answered, just post it in the official Richard Epcar question thread at kingdomheartsworld.net, and you could very well hear your question on the podcast answered by Richard Epcar, also known as Ansem the Seeker of Darkness, bo 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 tons of Digimon, Zangetsu and Bleach, Joker and Injustice. And a director for a ton of stuff, too. Oh, yeah, director on a lot of things as well. And from what we've heard from Grace, and it's very believable, he's a really awesome guy. So mm-hmm. uh, ask questions, because it's going to be awesome. And the interview is May 4th. May 4th. May 4th. Mm-hmm. So get your questions May the 4th be then. with you. <laughs> National yeah, Service I was Day. the first one to make that joke this year. <laughs> In case anyone's wondering, yes, we do only interview former Digimon. It's true. But, I mean, everyone has been on Digimon. <laughs> that, the, yeah, Apparently. those are the only people I talk to, actually. Just Richard Epcar has been a lot of really important people on Digimon, though, too. I believe he was Edemon and Myotismon. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was really important. Look forward to that. Go ask some questions at KingdomHeartsWorld.net in the podcast section under the Richard Epcar question thread. And make sure you ask by May 4th, as that's when our interview is. So with that amazing Actually, news, preferably beforehand, because we'd um, we'd like to discuss the questions. True. Yeah, hype it everywhere. I'll hype it everywhere, too. Okay, we gotta do that. Alright. Uh, Gents. I'll cut <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll cut all this. Um, so now, on to our news. There's only one piece of news, so I'll take it, because... And it's big. I, Spencer, am the host of this podcast. <laughs> uh... Whoa. <laughs> you, can, you can give the bad news, it's okay. Oh my god. It's my responsibility to give the bad news. <laughs> you can take that one. 
So, uh, you may have heard, but Sony has sold all of its Square Enix shares, which equals approximately 47 million U.S. dollars, and 9% of the stake in the company overall. Wow. That is a crap ton of shares. That's a lot of shares. Now, whether or not this will affect Square Enix a lot is kind of up in the air. I could see it not really having a huge impact. Uh, But at the same time, this is a pretty big deal, since they've been pretty well connected to Square Enix for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, since PS1 era. So, it's kind of weird. But I believe I read that Sony made a $1.1 billion loss last year. So, I mean, they are trying to get money where they can. I, it's true, but I feel like this this may not be a great time to sell Square Enix. Because they're planning on bringing out these, these games that everyone's planning ah, on buying. They can just buy back the shares in six years when it comes out. <laughs> in, like, seven or eight years. <laughs> no big deal. And that is kind of true, I'm not going to lie. You're, you actually are on target with that. <laughs> right? But, um, but, I don't know, I feel like it, it probably isn't a great time to sell them, but at the same time, I understand where they're coming from, from a business perspective. Yeah, I do as well. I'm not like, hugely happy about it, but I understand it. Yeah, like, it's, they definitely do need money, so it's understandable. But, uh, I didn't see it coming, for sure. Me neither! God. It was like, I read it one day, and I was like, whoa, that's a, hmm. That was a bit of a blindside, <laughs> it came out of nowhere. Feel. I thought it was a leftover April Fool's joke, and I was like, and like I just hadn't seen it when it came out, and I was just like, oh, it's just a joke, and then I suddenly realized it's no longer April first. <laughs> Looked off first. to the distance in the sunset. I need to get more sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, yeah, that's. I mean, I feel like they're. Something. I feel like they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot. But I think that's just because I'm a fan of Enix. Yeah, I don't think this will have an enormous impact on either of them, but it's definitely no- a noticeable thing. <laughs> More or less. I think I think who uh, distributes your your game is kind of important, especially if it's if it's a company that's so like so. Well, yeah, that's but I mean, this won't you. stop them from this won't stop them from putting things on like PS4 and distributing games. I think it's more or less just Sony won't have like well, for one, Sony won't have as much as an opinion since they won't have nine percent of a, their stake in mm-hmm. Square Enix, uh, and I guess whoever the shares go to, it'll be distributed to uh, whoever buys them. But yeah. Like, I, I I don't know a lot about shares. Like, I know a pretty minimal amount. Uh, Me too. So I could be totally bull-pooping this right now. <laughs> You're blowing it out your wow hole, basically. Blowing it out the wow hole <laughs> for our younger <laughs> listeners, if we have younger listeners. Yes. Um, but I'm, I'm, the way that I see it, it might be that, like, Sony kind of let them take their time. I'm thinking someone else who might buy those shares, um, they might be letting a fire under their, their rear quarters, if you will. Also true. <laughs> I didn't think about that. That's true. Yeah, like, they, they gave them a very, very large cushion space to, like, release their games, which is like, no, we'll come out with it next year. No, next year! I'm, I I promise! Next year we'll have it out! It's just, like, the next <laughs> person might not be quite so forgiving. <laughs> <laughs> very true. And that um, might actually affect the quality of game that we're getting, too. It might, but I don't think it will too much. Like, this is a big thing, but I don't think this will, like shake the core of either Square Enix or Sony, by any means. Uh, I think at the end it's just a business transaction. Um, because Sony needs money, and Square Enix is making things. <laughs> so It's not making enough things know. right now. Not making enough things in enough time, but that's not news to anyone. So. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> We like Square Enix here. I feel like I should clarify that sometimes. Well, I we, feel like... We like I feel them. Like, yeah. They just have awful schedules. 
And oh, no, I totally agree. Someone's got to give them flack. And by that, I mean, like, everyone on the internet. But someone has to vocally give them flack, personally. So, I mean, we love you, Square Enix. We just think that uh, you could work on your timing. I've got to admit, though, the people that are going to point out the things that are, like, bothering them most are going to be the fans, because we're dealing with it the most. Yeah, because we're the people who are who they're appealing to. Like, we're the yeah, people so. that they sell everything to. We so. just, we love you so much, Square Enix, that we just want to bust your balls all the we're time. We're doing this because we care. <laughs> because we love you. <laughs> because, unlike Nomura, we are good lovers to Square Enix. <laughs> Maybe you can learn from our example, Nomura. <laughs> I'm we sorry. made you dinner and got <laughs> if wine. If you're listening, Nomer, I'm very sorry. I didn't mean any of that. I love you. We love you so much. Like the creepy people. <laughs> like the creepy people. Like the creepy people. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> um, do you guys have any closing statements on this piece of news? I'm going to avoid buying a PS4 until it's confirmed that they're still putting it out on yeah, the PS4. Yeah, I don't see them pulling it from the PS4. Like, I feel like that'd be a really crazy thing to do, especially because they need money, which is why they put it on Xbox yeah. in the first place. But yeah... I still want confirmation, though. <laughs> I don't Enix, blame you, you at all. Yeah, with Square Enix, you never know anything because they're Square Enix. So. Yeah, because a lot of people bought the PS3 in expectation that we were going to get King of the <laughs> on it. Exactly. <laughs> Ahem. Like, I want a release date before I'm going to buy a system. Well, in three years... We Aiden's like, bitch, please! Work. I'm going to need a release date before I purchase this. I am a poor college student. Yes, that's exactly my thoughts here. <laughs> You're going to be like, mmm, girl! You know what the no, sad you thing did is? not! The sad thing is, when Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out, you probably won't be a college student in general. <gasps> oh. Well, I plan to do graduate stuff, so I mean... Oh, true. Okay. Eight years. Or seven be. now, but yeah. There oh, yeah, speaking Only of which, seven years! <laughs> I just finished my first semester. Hooray! Like, literally today. Yay! And you finished your first year. That's your second semester, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, second semester. Yeah. I'm literally... College kids, you can count. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long day. you cool college kids, I'm halfway done this term as of last week. Yeah, because I work with a bunch of high school kids, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm on summer break now. And they're just like, what? (laughs) Even in high school, you were, like, way sooner than I was. You were like, yeah, I'm off. I'm like, I have four weeks. Yeah. And yeah. then you can just laugh at him. Canada. And then I could just tell you all that I work forever. Yeah. True. Life yeah. is just so great when you, <laughs> when you look at this. Anyway, back on to Kingdom Hearts related things. <laughs> Often about... depressing things. Now, on to our discussion segment, which is about someone you might know. This is a little bit important to the franchise of Kingdom Hearts. Dale. Just yes. kidding. Sorry. And Chip, though. I and mean, Chip. Like they're a couple. Do, do we would never be able Chip to travel next between episode. worlds without their efforts. But yes, Sora, Haley Joel Osment voiced child, brown spiky impossible hair. If you don't know him, he's the main character, so you should probably go back. He has awfully baggy pants. He has a keyblade, which he's the wielder, although whether he's chosen or not is always up in the air. Uh, he cares about everyone. He's best friends with Donald, Goofy, Riku, Kairi, King Mickey, and every other Disney character you can think of. He has he's got links... a lot of best friends. Like, none of them he's are a really lot of best the best. Friends. He is basically the most highlighted character in the series, I'd say, since he's the protagonist of majority of the like most important ones. Not of Birth by Sleep, but one, Chain of Memories, two, Dream Drop Distance. He connects uh, into Birth by Sleep, so... He does. That's very true. So, like, he's not even out of that. Yeah, he's not even out of it, but he's not, like, the main guy. Nope. So, yeah, that is Sora, if you didn't know. 
And as usual, just here's the cutest the little cutie ever. Every game in the series before our discussion, as the best way to have discussion is to talk about all the games that are have been out for a while now. So with that spoiler warning, Aiden, would you like to start off our sore discussion? Yes, I would. Alright, so I'm going to preface this with like a little, little bit about my past. When I was younger, I used to be a rather depressed child. I'm not anymore, I'm fine, obviously. But when I was younger and I was playing these games the first time, it was just this weirdest thing to see such a happy character and be playing as such a happy character. And I, I don't know, but it always drew me to Sora like that. I mean, anyone else... Like, just oh, yeah. having just such a happy character that you can play as. Yeah, I liked having such, like, an overly optimistic, all-the-time, really happy guy. Because it was different than, like, as much as I love the angsty anime cloud and whatnot, it was kind of refreshing to be the super happy-go-lucky, uh, fun kid Sora. Well, yeah. he's, he's, like, your perfect archetype for a hero, because you kind of can write yourself within his character. Like, you, you almost agree with him just on a base level with whatever he's doing because he's just doing it for the sake of being a good guy. And you're like, yeah, that's exactly. a good idea. You're happy and awesome. I'll follow this. It's, it's just like really easy that way. Yeah. Yeah, very true. And they even attempted to like link you to Sora with those questions they asked in the beginning. Like I know they actually yeah. had place. Yeah, that was smart. But it kind of just made like it made you think even though it was like entirely inconsequential and it, it affected really nothing but the gameplay. Mm-hmm. It yeah. It just kind of gave you that little bit of incentive to just think about him in terms of you. Very so, true. Yeah. yeah. The uh, what do you fear most? What are you seek to cheat? It was what do you fear most? What do you fight what, for? What do you fight for? And what do you fear losing? Yeah. What do you fear yeah. losing? And then there were the ones in three D too that were kind of like a parallel from Riku. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm. I. That was actually... Like, I didn't even think back on it. That was super smart of them. Because that really does get you into his mindset. Except that actually, like, changes the ending. Yeah, I do like that a lot. That weird... Like, you don't really see that much in the series, too. So it was kind of like a unique little moment. Um, Mm -hmm. But I like that very much as well. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. um, But other than that, I mean, obviously, he is the main character. He is a... He holds uh, Ventus right there in his heart. He, um... Does he technically hold Roxas now, or is Roxas like is Roxas uh, gonna make a return? I think he'll make a return, but I think he's like, he he's in his heart right now because in 3D, he when he goes into his heart, he meets Roxas there. Okay, so he has Roxas and Ventus. So he just has a party of people. It's a big old party. Yeah, and then he's connected to like a million and one different people. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I just picture like his his heart is probably just like a huge party of everyone just having fun and everybody dance now. I think of yeah. him as a party going on exactly. on the other side of a spider web. Yeah. And oh, that, that is kind of telling. Vinita's in there and he's like, this sucks. I hate everything. I hate happy music. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely agree with what you had to say. I like going back to the refreshing main character thing. I think that he's a really good example in today's like RPGs of a really happy character because if you think back to like most RPGs that are out now it's either like a super tough dude or like an angstier person or like I don't know you rarely see like someone now like you saw it more like with 10 there was Tidus and with 9 there was Zidane like with Final Fantasies there were more positive protagonists for a, a bit like a little bit because Squall kind of capped off the super happy thing. Although I guess Vaughn was still really happy. Anyway. Squall was um, so uplifting, though. <laughs> Squall was so uplifting when his friends are like, da, da, I want to talk about my deep problems with you. And he's like, go talk to a wall. I don't care. 
Let's Look at all go. the shits I give. I'm going to go be angsty over here. <laughs> I'm going to go be angsty at over this here wall. watching these fireworks. But yeah, so I think it is really kind of like a refreshing change from, like, as much as I do love the archetype of, or the archetype of, like, angsty schoolboy, I think it is a really refreshing change. And it's really fitting, of like, in representational of Disney. Uh, union with Square Enix in that it's like a super happy young guy. Like, I always describe Sora to people who don't know as, like, Disney's attempt at an anime character. <laughs> and, like, he kind of is. That's actually really good. <laughs> right? He's like, he's like an anime character, but, like, a really happy one. So, I think, like, if Disney made an anime, he's the kind of person you would see. No, I definitely agree with you on that. <laughs> well, I, I love Sora's attitude to begin with. I, I never considered it too grating because you're always seeing things from his point of view. When you do think back on his actions, things do kind of get a little strange because, like, he during 2, he sort of kills off a whole group of people without sort of thinking twice. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> That's he, when I was like, oh. What creeps me out about it is that he never really looks back on it and says, like, maybe that was a little merciless. Maybe yeah. I should have thought twice about this. Yeah, like he just like, he huh. just sort of goes on, and yeah, that definitely just... like sort of s- scared me a bit because he's so happy, but he's like slaughtering people. He, has he also goes side. through a great deal as a character, though. Yeah, very true. Because like you you can see that he has principles from the beginning. Yeah. And, um, like the most apparent thing about his principles is that he wants to get back to his friends, but you have to wonder at what cost. I, I know I'm being like super serious about this one, but I figure this is where you bring it up with character discussion because then then he murdered like the the organization, and they apparently can't be murdered because they're not really people. But then you learn that they were really people. You just had to find their hearts. Yeah, Ugh. and then you're kind of like, oh, but you could also argue that like Sora Sora saved them because he kind of brought them back. He did, but, but his intention but the, was to yeah, kill it, them. He didn't really like. He wasn't like, man, I'm gonna save them all. He was kind of like, you're in the way of my goals. Yeah, a very dangerous mindset. But I don't think like Sora was quite happily. On the other side of the coin, I don't think Sora was like maliciously doing it. Like I don't think he was like all the nobodies must die. I think he was like I think it was like a good intention. Like I want to save people, so this is what I have to do, even if it wasn't the best way to go about it. Yeah, I definitely understand that. Um, I I think that maybe his um, his viewpoints tend to get misconstrued depending on who's leading him around. Because then you get um, you get the example in Castle Oblivion where he's like misled by Marluxia and also by Nomine. Yeah. And so he's he's misled to like abandon his friends and sort of go off in another direction. He's he's kind of easily swayed. Oh yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> he's not thinking about things from all perspectives. Like he's not firing on all cylinders. He's like. He's just sort of letting himself go with the flow, and the flow isn't necessarily going in a direction that he should be going. Yeah, I agree with that as well. He's definitely he's one track minded is a good way to put it, mm-hmm. um, and that's good or kid, bad because I mean he's that could be considered like a defining thing of his, and it's very true. It's not necessarily a bad characteristic, but at the same time, it's not necessarily a good one. It, it's great to um, to act as a um, a comparison with someone like Riku. Who literally yeah. considers everything too much, which is which ends up being like one of the things that, um, well, it, in Chain of Memories it hinders him a little bit, in two it hinders him a lot because he actually, if he would have just accepted himself and and sort of revealed himself to Sora earlier on, they probably could have worked together through the majority yeah. of the game. So yeah. he's thinking too much. Sora's thinking too little. I think Kyrie might be our our magic third person where she she's just going to be like, guys, just. 
I'm gonna slap the both of you in the face. You might be the rational human. She's gonna be like, <laughs> oh, God, really? Come on, guys. Pick it up, Buttercup. Too much angst. Too much angst. But yeah, Sora in general, I do... I also very much like his interaction with all the Disney characters. Like, even in summons and stuff, like when Stitch jumps out and he's all excited. Or like when he's talking to... Like, anyone really from any of the Disney worlds and they need help with something and he instantly jumps in to help them. I think that's really... That really shows who he is as well. And that he's willing to do things for people even if he doesn't know them. Because that's just the kind of guy he is. And without gain. Yeah. He's He's willing to, like, help people without being promised something in return, which is great. Yeah, exactly. And I like that a lot as well because... I mean, it also is very, like, Disney of him. And I guess, in a way, Final Fantasy, although not all Final Fantasy characters. But, um... Uh, yeah. <laughs> some of them were like, go talk to a wall. I mean... Meanwhile, Squall's in the corner watching fireworks and... And just being angsty. Look, I love Squall, but he... Oh, he's I love a, Squall. He's a card. He's but he definitely needs to, Squall. He needs to chill out a little bit. But, yeah, in general, uh, I do like Sora's happy-go-lucky child behavior. Uh, even if it's not always the best trait for him to have, I think he pulls it off really well, and he's a really good example of what characters can be when they're not busy being sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think the the end of Dream Drop Distance is one of the best examples of him realizing that his like happy go lucky attitude has kind of like led him into a situation that he can't get himself out of. Yeah, that too. I like that. He's, a lot as that well, I th- I feel like that was his oh shit moment. <laughs> It was like a dose of like, oh man! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Suddenly, he's like, happens. "Oh, this isn't turning out, and my keyblade can't save me." So my best buddy has to. Oh God! Yay. But yeah, what do you think, Aiden, of Sora overall as well? What do you think of the points that we have brought up? Well, I mean, yes, I do like that he's um, he's just such he's um, he's really just doesn't think about anything. He just does he just whatever does. he feels like. There's actually <laughs> yeah. a philosopher Nietzsche, I believe who talks about how we shouldn't try to be rational about everything and we should just act on our passions. And as I was, I had decided to recently study him because, you know, finals and whatnot. Sounding smart, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Nietzsche. Just, you know. <laughs> Nietzsche. <laughs> uh, but anyways, but when I was studying him, I, I suddenly realized, wait, this is like Sora in a nutshell because he doesn't really believe in thinking everything entirely out. He just does whatever he feels like he should at the moment. And whether, true, or not, and whether or not he's being drugged around by someone and just in the moment deciding, I'm going to follow them. Or if he's just, you know, on his own deciding things. He's always yeah. just very impulsive, but also passionate. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Impulsive for the right reason. Because his, his impulse is to help, which is a good thing. It's not necessarily like yeah. self-preservation or like the, the um, like obtaining more power. It's, it's usually just to help someone else. Exactly. So it's a good mm. thing. Yeah. It just can get dangerous if he's not thinking all the time. Yeah, it can just be like a little bit uh, less helpful to him without him really being... It can just be dangerous to him, basically. It can be dangerous to a lot more people than just him. Like the yeah. organization members. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like... <laughs> I just I just keep going back to the moment when he's fighting Demix, because Demix is like, I really don't want to fight, and Sora's like, I gotta get through! Yeah, Sora's like, excuse <laughs> me! Mm, girl, you did not... But yes, and and then he those were actual lines from the game. Mm, girl, you did not. And then he mm. killed Demix. Whatever people quote you for, their favorite you Kingdom Hearts told... moments, it's like, mm, uh, girl, I did not. <laughs> you forgot when he told Goofy to hold his earrings. <laughs> Don't or make that sound my hair back. That would be so great. I still, I still want to bring up what we were talking about before the podcast, though. Oh, sure. I still ahead. want to bring up the uh, empty vessel theory. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because I think that's really cool. I forget which one of us thought this up. But I think it was us collectively. I think it was you. Like, a lot of it... Like, you and Aiden managed to, like, round it out. <laughs> You're probably doing, like, important stuff. Like, actually putting out the outline and, <laughs> and like, getting the article. No, I contributed a little bit. Definitely. <laughs> what was... It was, um... Oh, when when another heart em, uh, enters like your your system and you become the vessel for like other people, you stop existing. So essentially, Sora in being the vessel for someone like um, Ventus and for Roxas, because Roxas is essentially within him as well. I suppose well, Shion and Kai, Shion would be within Kyrie as would Namine. So um, like he he stops being an individual because he's like carrying other people. I guess that that was what we were getting towards, right? Yeah, yes. I think so. Yeah, like he's not the individual. He's it's just a collage of people. Which is which um and then I talked about how um that might explain why people keep saying or the villains I should say, keep saying that like are your memories really yours, Sora? Stuff like that. It might explain that. Yeah. If exactly. That's really, really good. That's well, exactly it actually. Have identity. That is so messed up. Then, then that would mean that our main character is not the main character at all. Like, our happy-go-lucky boy is literally just the front for everyone else that's within him. But would we be shocked by such a plot twist from Square Enix? No, and then that... and then the fact that they would get rid of his character, and then all the fans would just be like, what? What? No, they wouldn't Mommy. do that. They, they'd, yeah, they'd tell us that's much. what was happening, and then, like, shortly afterwards, he'd become a normal person again. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, look, false alarm. <laughs> They'd find a new vessel for, like, Ventus and Roxas or something. They'd pull, like, a Spider-Man clone saga and be like, Sora, you're not the real Sora. And he'd be like, oh, no. And they'd be like, nah, just kidding, you're the real Sora. And he'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, what? <laughs> like, just having a just having. Okay, guys! But we but we do know that they can just make vessels like they did with Shion, so... True. They can just call I everybody. guess who made the vessel, so who would Demix. be the one to save Sora? <laughs> Demix. Shut, shut up, oh. Spencer. <laughs> you son of a bee. <laughs> no! Very all, rude of you guys. <laughs> it's all Demix. It's no, it was rude of you to say Demix. <laughs> all of Kingdom Hearts is just Demix. <laughs> the I've whole seen plot. the weirdest pictures of Sora right now. I just Google searched him. You never Google search Kingdom Hearts characters. Didn't you learn that before the show when I described <laughs> the Zaldans I saw? Oh, God. <laughs> but I'm so blunted to the internet at this point. Anything I see, I just giggle at. Oh, look, he's a pony. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of get that oh mindset. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the unaffected If oh. you think a Google search is bad, you obviously have not searched on Tumblr before. Oh, I have. <laughs> <laughs> it just it does have. not turn out. Oh, do you guys want to discuss his original design? Yeah. And how cool Sora's and weird that was? Yes. Who I'm I'm looking wants, at it right now from my weirdo Google search. Who wants to uh segue into his design? This is well, this I is my very Grace skillful segue into his design, okay? Okay. Just accept it. <laughs> oh, well, accept this we don't podcast need your love. fancy stuff. What? Jeez, guys. With your Do we do we like the chainsaw idea? I kind of like where the keyblade went. I like it because at first I didn't believe it. <laughs> I was like, someone was like, like it was probably on a podcast where I read it, and it was like, Sora was originally a lion boy with a chainsaw. <laughs> and I was like, excuse me? For people who don't know what we're referring to, there originally, before Sora was, like, how he looks and who he is, today there is, like, concept art, there's a sketch that uh, Nomer did of his original design, where he had, like, a lion tail. Like, he was part lion. He had a chainsaw instead of a keyblade. Like, it kind of looks like a keyblade in the way, but it's like a chainsaw. 
He had, like, pointed ears and paws, and he had, like, a crown on normally. So, he was kind of like how he is today. Like, you can tell it's Sora when you look at it, because he has, like, the same face, and he has, like, the kind of goofy He's the uh, same sassy little smile on his face. the same puffy gloves and stuff. <laughs> no, um, I mean, the gloves are his hands. Like, he's got oh. gloves on, but those, the like, the finger bit is just his Oh, yeah, claws. I know the finger bits are his hands. I yeah. think the other part's the glove, right? Yeah. Or does he just, like, have a horror? He's got, like, fingerless. It looks like his hands tore through the fingers, basically. Yeah. But he's, he's got the, some And then there's, like, they refined hands. it, and then uh, they refined it so that he was, like, Lion Sora with a Keyblade at one point. But I think I read that it was changed because he was too similar to Zidane, and that was in development at the same time. Final Fantasy IX was in development at the same time, and he looked too similar to Zidane. So we just found as well that a user on DeviantArt named Jin's Grimoire, which is in Elite, so it's like DJ1NNSGR1MO1R3. No one uh, can read that. <laughs> has made a 3D render, like a 3D model of Lion Sora, and wow, it's really cool. That's a that's a pretty good edit. Right? Though, Frank, they did change a lot about him, because the original one had the... um. What's it called? The little crown on his shoulder rather than the... Oh, yeah, and they gave him the keyblade instead of the chainsaw. Just yeah. think of yeah. what it would be like, the chainsaw between worlds. Just chainsawing <laughs> the chainsaw all the connections. chainsaw unlocks the hearts <laughs> of all these oh, Disney God. characters. Just, just picture him stabbing himself at the end of one. <laughs> the game changes completely. The oh, game has changed. The game gets really dark. Yeah, that got much darker, actually. So with that, does anyone have any last thoughts on Sora? I really hope that he isn't just an empty vessel. I hope that he's a, a real person. Oh, he yeah, probably isn't. We're just being crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, then I go off on these crazy. tangents and I start to really think that this might be possible. It would explain a lot. <laughs> you never know with Square Enix. So. And they like to give you feels. So. Yeah, exactly. They just like to do that. But I don't think Where they'd mess the with Sora that much. I feel like that would affect the storyline in like in a very extreme way that almost seems somewhat unnecessary. It'd be like Cloud and how he realized like everything was wrong. Yeah, yeah, and thought. then he went into like emo state. Yeah, emo state. He he really did. If you thought he was emo before, he just redefined it. He did basically. It's a whole new level. Of emo. <laughs> it's a whole new world. But yes, dare close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, that is Sora. I love him a lot more now, now that we've gone right? through him a little bit. Yeah, man. And that I mean, that really is just the tip of the iceberg, I'll be honest. There's so much to discuss. Yeah, Sora. the only reason why I didn't go through like all of the games is because he he's in all the games, except for one, and it would just be like basically beating a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So now, onto our playlist. Would you like to go first, Grace? Yeah, sure. I am excited because this weekend, uh, actually, it's going to be a Super Kingdom Hearts oriented weekend because I'm going to be dressed up as Vexen and Evan for the majority Whoa. of the convention I'm going to. Awesome. Actually, the entire thing, I'm pretty sure, because I'm missing Friday because I've got work, but. <laughs> work. No, oh, being responsible. Oh, wah, wah. But anyway, after that, Saturday, I'm going to be there as Vexen at Zenkai Con. So, anyone who's going to be out at Zenkai Con. Uh, this will already this, it'll already have happened, so hopefully I'll have seen you there. But anyway, oh, true. Um, Saturday and Sunday I'm going to be there. And my friend... Oh, well, Nick is going to be Lex, which will be awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Because I love the Lex outfit. And, <laughs> and my friend is going to be there as um, Zexion Andienzo. So we're going to have the basement Whoa, trio. that's so cool. And I am so stoked. 
That's awesome. Oh, you can man, act we need out pictures. all of your head cannons. I can. I definitely can. <laughs> man, that's really exciting. You say that to any fangirl and they just sort of flip out and then pass out. It's true. <laughs> Make sure to send us photos. Many, many photos. Hopefully. Frankly, I'm just looking forward to chilling for the weekend, like with friends and having fun organization hangs out time. <laughs> I yeah, think it'll be awesome. And um, other than that, I haven't really been doing anything worthwhile aside from drawing and writing. And, and um, I, the more that I edit Vex and Shield, the more I have to go back to it. So frankly, I just had to cut myself off from it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it. It was like a bad addiction. Like every time I did something, I was like, but I see that. There's a dent there. I have to do that. So it's just been like a little bit of crafting and um, just like other stuff that's, you know, the tiny stuff. Yeah, the, ti- yeah, the little details that make it all mm-hmm. make it all work. I could actually, I could send you guys a pic. I'll do that right now. We, I can't post it up online yet because it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be like a, um, a surprise. Uh, the pictures of like Evan and Alias and stuff. But I could send you guys what Evan looks like. So yay! Yay! Just don't share it before next week. Just share it the second don't, I get da, it. Da, 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 second da. I get it. <laughs> now. It's gonna trend on Twitter. It'll be like KHW exclusive leak. No. Okay. All right. So, do you have anything else you want to say while you do that? Or should we move on to? A? No, there we go. I just did it. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, well, and I that's look it at that. for me. Okay. I haven't even played that many video games, though. I did watch an episode of JoJo. So yes. Proud of me. Yes. And it yes. was insane. Which, and it was, was it a like lot the first of fun. One? And also, what's kind of funny is that like a lot of my coworkers at work will play video games during um during break time, mm-hmm. and I have beaten everyone in all except for one video game. Ooh. What game? Uh, it was the one of the older Dragon Ball Z ones. Oh, and that's because I it was the first time I was playing it, and I also like I picked Krillin, so I had to die. Tell your coworkers <laughs> that I could school all of them because I own like every Dragon Ball Z game, literally on the PS2 era, and at one point one of them had like a hundred hours in it. I'm sure they'll be very fond of you. So tell them to fear If I me. tell them straight off the bat that Spencer, my podcast co-host and buddy, is going to beat the crap out of them at this game. <laughs> at Dragon Ball Z. Uh, uh, and that is that's all. awesome. Nice. Uh, Thank you. What did you think of JoJo? Oh my god, it was so weird. I liked it a lot. I just didn't understand what was going on at all. What season? Like what? Was it like the very first episode of the first part? I or? don't even know. I couldn't even tell you. All I know is that there was a little kid, and he got scared because there was a big battle happening, and he peed his pants. Was it? Was I, there? I have um, no idea. What did the main character look like? Did he have blue hair or brown hair or black hair? I think he had brown hair. Okay, so that's part of part two, I think. Um. Where, I love how oh, you know this just from, though. like, me saying the tiniest detail. Well, the main character of part one is blue hair. Um, the main character of part two is brown hair. And the main character of part three is black hair. And those are the only three currently having anime adaptions. Did they, um, do they all pee their pants a lot? Is that the deal? No, I'm assuming the secondary character. I think I know who you're talking about. Okay. I'm glad that you... Are you going to watch parts of it to see why it's weird? If it is on, I will watch it, because that was a lot of fun. But uh, we followed that up with watching Disney's Atlantis... And then oh, I got wonderful. to watch part of Treasure Planet. And there's nothing, there is nothing better than watching those movies together with friends. It's just like the creme de la creme of awesome. <gasps> you That's get to all, draw yeah, and Milo and <sighs> just so cool. All right, I'm done. Okay, cool. Sorry, gents. Uh, Aiden, oh, no need to apologize. Aiden, what have you done? Monster <laughs> Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
No, like seriously, Elaborate. I really haven't been doing anything other than that. I, I, I watched one episode of Evangelion. I'm still kind of on the Yay. fence on it. The confusion. Yeah. Um, it's depressing. Yeah. I, oh, uh, both two TV shows. I mean, they're not even like remotely related to Kingdom Hearts. But um, Better Off Ted and the increasingly poor decisions of Todd Margaret are two really good shows if you haven't seen them. Nice. But I just oh, yeah, I was I just watching those because they were ones that you don't really have to think too hard about. And I was studying for finals, and that was just like my way to relax. But it oh, wasn't nice. anything I was like actively watching. Hmm. Yeah, it was kind of like um, the white noise. Yeah. But I probably watched Better Off Ted because that was pretty good. Better Off Ted was really good. I know, like, I watched that on Netflix myself. That was really good. What's it about? Oh, well, it's about, like, this really evil corporation, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the main character is, like, a what they tried to portray as a perfect man. Like, he's really nice. He gets his... He's really good at his job. He's mm-hmm. really talented in, like, everything. And he's, like, super moral and everything. But he works for this terrible company. And, what does like, the company do? They basically make a lot of weapons. Oh. They make, make, they do, like, everything, basically, Yeah, right? they make, a, like, a bunch of inventions, all of which generally kill things. Ooh. Like, modified food and stuff. Yeah. Like, they Imagine, like, the stereotypical, like, big corporation that, like, runs the planet yeah. with all its merchandise. That's basically what they are. See, I was expecting you guys to say, like, oh, he's from a tobacco company or, like, something like that. Oh, no. <laughs> but, um... He's basically from, like, Big Brother. I'll do you one better! He's from a weapons dealer. But there's like these, there's these really funny scientists and like awkward scientist characters. But it's really it's really good. You should watch it. But yeah, I've pretty much just played Monster Hunter. I'm at 131 hours. No, 132 hours. Woo! Yeah, it's getting pretty serious. (laughs) This relationship has gone to the next level. (laughs) It is now my number one played game on my 3DS. Whoa! It has surpassed uh, Pokemon Animal Crossing. No, Pokemon wasn't that hard to surpass. I only have 60 hours in that. Oh, uh, okay. But um, I have 98 hours, something like that, in Animal Crossing, and then uh, 123 in Fire Emblem. Oh, and, right. Fire Emblem would be the hard one to beat. Yeah, and it it's beating it now. Nice. Yeah, I keep track of all of my playtimes for some reason. It's just like something I do. Uh, I do the same thing. I, I like it. I probably shouldn't because yeah. of what most people would think, but I like I like kind of take pride when I have like a hundred hours in the game because I'm like that's how good a game is is that I would devote like five like four days of my life straight to this game. <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's a good sign, I would say. I mean that that's coming from another gamer's mm. perspective. Another person would have been like, <laughs> "What? Yeah, else, four like, days? Well, yeah. Oh, and no. I, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last one, but I I upgraded to the um, downloaded version of Monster Hunter. Freedom Unite. I think you mentioned it to me, but or not, I don't not think freedom. you said it. Okay, so Monster Hunter 3U, not Freedom Unite. I don't know why I said that. But um, I, I already had the um, cartridge version, obviously, but I wanted to have an extra version if any of my friends wanted to play with me, but they didn't have the game, so that I can try to get people into it. Hmm. <laughs> so um, Get them roped in. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, and plus I wanted the downloaded version anyways, so I could have my... um. Because I know I always want it with me, so I don't want it taking up my card slot at all times. Mm-hmm. So I spent a total of $60 on buying that game, because I had the $20 for the card and then download version now. But weighing that against 132 hours and counting, 
I mean, that's definitely worth it. And mm-hmm. counting. Very much so. Because as you turn off this podcast, that's what you're going to do. You're turning on the DS as you turn off the other <laughs> It's already yes. on. That's why you have two hands, gentlemen. It's right next to me, actually. You're, you're actually playing it right now. You're lying to all of us. No, Whole no, podcast. Not. I need the sound on to, to play. <laughs> okay. You gotta get Aiden, the audio just been muted. The we know you can mute mics, Aiden. <laughs> Don't lie to me. We know you can mute mics. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Have you done anything else, Aiden? No. Well, finals, but I mentioned that already. Yeah. Man, so much fun at finals, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> not, not even Not a even little. a joking matter. No. <laughs> not even a joking matter. <laughs> uh, so with that, I guess we'll move on to me. How many oh, animes? Uh, well, like, I watch JoJo every week. So, well, what am I on in One Piece? Um, One Piece, I'm on, like, 450-something. <laughs> Still going Christ. strong with Jeez. One Piece, but with JoJo, okay. Max and I a, a while back because um, we watched part one and two. We split a while back on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle, which is coming out in as of recording five days. Uh, it's a PS3 game, which I'm very shocked is coming to North America, and it's coming in limited physical edition release. So this is going to be this is like really rare to own a physical copy because. Uh, it's going to be limited only to the Namco Bandai site and Amazon. For a limited time, you can get physical copies, and then after that, it's just digital. Max and I ordered a physical copy like we split on it uh, a couple... I, I don't know how long ago, but it was after we watched Part 1 and 2. So, because we were into it. And then I recently decided that also as part of my secret project, um, I'm going to catch up on all of JoJo. <laughs> and there are eight parts over the last, like, 25 years. I'm on Part 4. I... Because I watched 1 and 2, and let me put it this way. Max and I started watching Part 3 because it's weekly basis, and I still watch it weekly even though I've done it, because Part 3 is amazing. Um, and it's called Stardust Crusaders, and it's the, the most popular Oh, one. I remember this now. I'm sorry, that one was the one I must have been watching. Yeah, because this one, this is the only one that came to North America uh, in manga form, was Part 3, because JoJo's Bizarre Adventure has so many copyright like problems. A lot of things are homages to, like, bands, songs, actors, and whatnot. So an example of that would be there's a character named Speedwagon. Uh, Richard Edward O. Speedwagon, so literally REO Speedwagon. Uh, there's a character named ACDC, literally just the letters. And there's a character named Vanilla Ice. <laughs> dun, 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 <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of copyright issues, as you can probably understand. So, in the game, there's going to be a lot of name changes. Like, instead of ACDC, it's like SCDC, so like E-S-I-D-E-S-I. Yeah, just spell it out. A-A-A-H-C-D-C. Yeah, exactly. And, like, instead of Vanilla Ice, his name is Iced, like I-C-E-D. So they're changing or those. Vanilla. Cause originally, <laughs> originally, they didn't want to change it, because he didn't want to change the names, because he felt it, like, compromised his vision, supposedly. I just heard this online. So that's why we never got it. <laughs> but, so yeah, I've been... I've. I read through, like, part three started, and it's called Stars Crusaders, and it was three episodes in right now, and it covered ten chapters of 153, and uh, because I, like, I just read it on my phone, I read that in three days, so I'm done part three now, and it was amazing, and I highly recommend people go find the books or watch the anime, because, oh my, it's, it's so good, and it's very, Max and I are, like, kind of developing, like, random stories in our minds sometimes, and it's very influential on certain story structures because it, every main character is a descendant of like past main characters, but they do it in this really cool way where it's like this lineage, and then like sometimes the secondary characters uh, come from a lineage of like characters who are secondary in other parts. So it's really cool how they do it. 
but in general, it's really good. So anyway, I'm on part four now. I started it today or last night. So I've been reading that at a pretty steady pace as well because I can read it anywhere since it's on my phone. So I read it at school and I read it on the bus and whatnot. So that's been really amazing. Uh, that's been like my biggest crunch lately of doing something a lot. So I'm really excited for that in five days because it's kind of like... It's a fighting game that's like almost like Soul Calibur and Street Fighter mixed together except with yeah! characters from all eight parts. <laughs> Are you a Soul so, Calibur fan? Yeah, I love Soul Calibur. No way! Okay, wait, who's your favorite character? I didn't know you were um, a Soul Calibur fan. I've always been very fond of Raphael and Kalik. Oh my god! Raphael is by far my favorite character. I know his storyline, I know exactly how it connects to Kelix. I love them both. And yeah, I am, do you know their storyline? Am I the only one I know that Raphael's. read up on this? I don't know Kalix, but I, I know Raphael's quite well. Yeah, I know Raphael's a little bit too well. I started speculating as to like how things happened in his life and how, like, he how long it would have taken him to travel from France to like the Ottoman Empire, which is where he's at now. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was a little crazy for a while. But... Oh, no, it's understandable. They're cool. Soul Calibur has some really sick designs. And I'd like play it online with my uh, with my one friend Alicia sometimes because she's also very fond of it. Oh, uh, and we man. make all sorts of custom characters. Like I have like five Danganronpa custom characters. And oh, I could make JoJo characters. I'm ridiculous about <laughs> um, Soul Calibur though. Like I know Keelix's storyline. His his story. I think I know almost all the character storylines, but I think I skipped a few of them because they were really boring. I don't do remember you know all the fine Spawn storyline. Huh? <laughs> no Spawn or Heihachi or Link. Links, Links. I did know because <laughs> Links was literally just like, and he came from Hyrule. Yeah. Well, do you know Lloyd? <laughs> yeah, they didn't really work too hard about working him into the story because they were just like, we're kicking you back out, so no one gives the crap. They were like, yeah. it's the Wii game, so it's Lloyd, but he's gone now. So. You're not Ivy. We don't care about you. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Actually. Everyone cares about Ivy, Everyone and Ivy does have Ivy. a really cool backstory. But I never got the huge appeal to Ivy. Well, I understand. Oh yeah, no, there's like a Ivy. huge appeal to Ivy. There's <laughs> two very why. large ones. <laughs> <laughs> like I can, I can see why. But uh, to me, it was always like, eh, this anime fighting character. That yeah, it's, she's not very different from any other fighting games. Big busty female, except for the fact that her storyline's actually Aiden? pretty cool. Yeah, I was actually just, I was just saying you should probably cut out the first time I try to say it. But um that sound you hear is the sound of this entire conversation whooshing over my head. Oh. <laughs> well, okay, I'll link you a picture of Ivy right now. Um so you can understand what we're saying. Much like much like my poor boyfriend whenever I talk about this stuff. I will go off in tangents on Soul Calibur for ages cuz I I really I used to just like listen to the soundtrack and just be like, I love these characters. <laughs> Forever. I love everything about Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur is really cool, though. So, I mean... Okay. And, so, I, I and I also have derailed your, your fandom conversation, so... Oh, no, it's okay. I, I rant... Like, I literally rant about JoJo all the time, and I feel really bad, because, like, it and Hunter x Hunter are, like, this year's best two things I've ever watched, ever. <laughs> nice. But I'm not even going to talk about Hunter x Hunter today, because I talk about it every episode, and I feel bad. So, I need so. to watch that. Yes! I yeah, guess. I feel like I need to as well. Because it was an old one. I love the old 90s ones. I recommend the 2011 one, though, because the, the 90s one stopped before the arc that it's on right now. So yeah. it only goes up to, like, a certain point. But the Can 2011 I just, one like... still has that feel, though. Yeah. Yeah, the 2011 one still has, like, the really cool feel. And it goes, like, all the way. And not to mention, uh, the 2011 one, ha- like, I love the voice work in it. Like, every character feels perfect. Um, like, Gon and Kilua and Hisoka, like, I can tell them audibly, and they feel amazing. Mm-hmm. But 
I almost fell into a Hunter Hunter days that there where I talk <laughs> about it for ten days. Uh, I think I've destroyed this conversation. So that's but... all our podcast. We just we just go <laughs> that's true. because <clears throat> this is a tangent. Oh, Whoa. Aiden and I played uh, Animal Crossing two days ago. That was we really did, fun. yes. Yeah, we played a long time. So that was really enjoyable. We mostly sat on a bench and talked, but you know. Yeah, that was <laughs> fun. You just <laughs> Skype chat and then you sit on a bench. Uh, we should go to the island one day again because that was really fun. Oh yeah. On the first day, I got Animal Crossing. Um, Aiden brought me to the island, and he like gave me a bunch of money and tools so that I didn't have to get them over like ten days. And he gave oh, me like cool. ninety nine thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gave me a bunch of tickets so I could get a scuba suit so I could start getting things faster. <laughs> so I yeah. have fond memories of the island and Aiden's eternal kindness. Um, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. awesome, man! <laughs> Grace, you have Animal Crossing. <laughs> Cheating the system. Why aren't we all playing? Oh yeah. We must we must arrange KHW Animal Crossing Day. Make a little city of all of our own. You guys could come visit Midgar. Ooh. We have the Shinra flag. Oh, that's pretty um, cool actually. Yeah, I made I, it myself and it's not it's half pretty bad. cool it's and pretty evil. Are just, you Rufus? I am Rufus. I have blonde hair. And <laughs> um also that's it. But yeah, and Aiden has Mysidia from Final Fantasy Four. Yeah, so, I just realized like, we Fantasy both have Final Fantasy <laughs> towns. Yep. Whichever one fits your fancy, you can visit. <laughs> okay, all right. If you're if we're doing a Final Fantasy Seven world, I want to call either Reno or Rude. Okay, because they're the bomb diggity. <clears throat> Grace, have you started? Because if not, you should make a Final Fantasy Town. Ah, that'll be awesome. So wait, yours is Final Fantasy Seven. Which is Aiden's? Final Fantasy Four. It's four. Okay, so you got four. Maybe I'll do a nine. Be like, yeah, do yeah. There's so many options. <laughs> nine or ten like, would be a good one. You could be Balam. <laughs> oh, that would be from eight. Balam. You could be. Spira, you could be Besaid. So many options. I know. So many options. It's a whole uh, We'll new update world. you on the podcast next when we find <laughs> out what it'll be. But I feel like we should move on to our outro because I've been talking a lot. So, moving on to our outro. We'd like to remind you that this podcast is a production of KingdomHeartsWorld.net. You can find the podcast on iTunes. You can also go on our site at KingdomHeartsWorld.net, as I just said where you can comment on podcasts, you can ask us questions, which could be answered on the podcast, and you can comment on news and basically everything else. It's a fun community to take part in. Uh, And we'd also like to remind you that we are having a Richard Epcar interview on May 4th. So, submit your questions to the Richard Epcar question thread, and you may have it read by Ansem Seeker of Darkness himself, which is very exciting. As well, you can check us out on Facebook as Kingdom Hearts World, and on Twitter as at Podcast. Um, do you guys have anything you want to say before we get out of here? Uh, send a, if you could send us reviews on iTunes. Oh We'd yeah, we like to hear that. what you guys think. We'd love to hear what mm-hmm. you think, how we can improve, uh, if we're good. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> if you love us, if you don't, <laughs> if you love us dearly, if you hate us more dearly, totally up to you. But you should really love us anyway. <laughs> because we love you um, right back. It's true. And, but not in a creepy way, but in a little bit. No, no, way. no. It's it's the creepy way. It's a little bit creepy. It's okay. At least. Just don't I, look outside your window. Just, just don't out. look. Just I just looked outside and there's no one there, but you won't have the same luxury. So <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, before we get illegal, I'm going to round it out here. So thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you around. Bye. Bye.
an adult in healthcare. <laughs> Our healthcare is free. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> Come move to Canada, Grace. Yeah. And get crappy Netflix? I don't think so. Is it eight ninety nine a month for less good service is worth free healthcare, in my <laughs> it's opinion. It's worth free healthcare. <laughs> Notice how entertainment-oriented my life truly is. <laughs> it's more important than medicine.